everybody created by God misses him. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. Today we have part three of John Maxwell's message about what every child needs. Here's John. My nickname for my daughter Elizabeth was, she's the apple of my eye. So when her and Steve had two girls, they got old enough, I let them know that they could be apples also. But my daughter is apple one. And my oldest granddaughter, Maddie's apple two. Ella's apple three. And then it got disgusted. They didn't have any more apples. <laughs> Told my son, Joel, all the time, you, you know, you're my number one son. It was easy. He was the only one I had. <laughs> if he had been the first child, he had been the only child. <laughs> As a grandfather, I work very hard, we work, Margaret and I work very hard to um, let the grandchildren know how special they are. And we, we plan moments, times, events. A couple of years ago, we took them all to Hawaii for Christmas and, and we sat down months before and made a laminated card for each one of the grandchildren with their name on it, And then a scripture verse that we felt that fit them and then a a quote that kind of fit with the the scripture verse and then a a prayer. And we put it on a card and and during that time we'd pull them in one by one and we'd sit them down and we'd open up the little card for them and we'd talk to them about who they were and how we saw them and what we thought about them and how much we loved them and what we believed them and, and, and and then we would give them that card. If you would go into the homes of our children today, you'd find those cards. That's, three, that's four years ago. Those cards are in a prominent position where those grandchildren can constantly look up and see that in their grandparents' eyes, they're special. They belong. They're unconditionally loved. And now I'm coming to the best part of the story. Because that's how we can parent. And again, I know many of you are going to break the chain. You're going to be the the first to do those three things for your children. But now I want to come and, and, and talk to you about you and me about how God our Father does this for us. How he gives us a sense of belonging. On the screen is a passage from 1 John 3, 1. And it's a beautiful passage. It says, what marvelous love the Father has extended to us. Just look at it. We are called children of God. An omnipotent God loves us so much he wants, us to, call, wants to call us his children. You know the story of the prodigal. Ran away, spent his money, messed his life up. Got so bad, finally said, I'm going to go home, but I'm not going to go home as a son. I'm going to go home as a servant. And what happens is when we mess our lives up, we begin in our own eyes to reduce ourselves and distance ourselves from our Heavenly Father. 
And he said, I'll, I'll come as a servant. I'll, I'll ask for a, a, a bunk out in the barnyard and, 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 and I'll go around and do the chores. You see, he already lowered himself. He, he said, I'm not worthy to be called a son. But you know the story as he comes close to the house, the father's looking for him, runs out, hugs him, kills the calf, puts the ring on him, puts the robe on him, grabs hold of him. He, my son, my son is gone, is now home. Now here's what I want you to hear. I don't know where you have been and I do not know what you have done and I don't know how much you maybe have disappointed yourself, others or God in your eyes, but I want you to know this. You may think that at best you could have a servant relationship with the heavenly father, but he has never considered that. He has never thought of you as a servant, a second class citizen. You say, but you don't know who I am. You don't know what I've done. You don't know what I do. You don't know what I think. You don't know me. I don't know you. I don't have to know you. I know the father. I know God the father. And God the Father loves you unconditionally right now. No strings attached. End of story. That's how much God loves you. And I just want you to know that he's always waiting and ready like the Father. You may not be ready, you may not be looking, you may not be waiting, but I'm here to tell you the God that I am talking about, the God that I know, the God that has changed my life and can change your life, the God that I'm talking about, he is standing at the end of the road with his arms out and he is waiting for you to come to him no matter who you are, no matter what you have done, he is waiting for you to come to him. He wants more than anything else for you to know that you belong to God's family. But he also wants you to know that you're loved. Look at the passage in Ephesians 3. And I ask him, Paul is praying here that both feet planted firmly in love that you'll be able to take in with all the followers of Jesus the extravagant, and they are extravagant, extravagant dimensions of God's love. Reach out and experience its breadth, test its length, plumb its depths, rise to its height, live full lives, full in the fullness of God. He said, I want you to, to know and experience the extravagant love of God. He said, the breadth, what, what is, what's the breadth of God's love? That means it's everyone. God loves everyone. You say, what do you mean God loves everyone? God loves everyone. Everyone? Everyone. And as God's children, we need to love everyone too. Everyone. Everyone. The length of his love is it goes on forever. It never ends. It never ends. There's no end to his love. The, the depth of his love is it reaches as low as you have been and then a little bit lower to pick you up. And the height of his love is all about your potential. Once you become his child and you have that sense of belonging, he, he, now that potential, that height of his love is just gonna take you and lift you to a whole new level. And then thirdly, God wants you to know how special you are. One more passage, Ephesians chapter three. How blessed is God 
And what a blessing he is. He's the father and our master, Jesus Christ. And he takes us to the high places of blessing in him. Look at this, these next two words. Long before, long before he laid down earth's foundations, he had us in mind. He had settled on us as the focus of his love to be made whole and holy by his love. Long, long ago, he decided to adopt us into his family through Jesus Christ. What a pleasure he took in planning this. I was talking to this week to a friend of mine that's an atheist. He's one of my beautiful people that is one of my projects. <laughs> Sometime I'm going to just do a whole evening on people that I dearly love that are hard cases in the kingdom. And he's an atheist. So we were talking and, and, and he was getting vulnerable and, and I was sharing and I've developed years of trust with him now. And, and so he was being fairly open with me and, 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 and he got to the place where I could sense that um, I could say this to him and I, I, I called him by name. And I said, uh, I'll call, this is not his name, I, I, I said, Joe, I know you don't believe in God, but I can tell you really miss him. Everybody created by God misses him. And I know it. And that's why I'm so passionate to share my faith. Because all they're waiting for somebody is to come and help them connect with that miss in their life. That was John Maxwell, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under John Maxwell, What Every Child Needs. You can also find out more information about John at his website, johnmaxwell.com. Hope you have an amazing day, and I will see you tomorrow. God bless.